0: Live from, not Dublin, <laughs> but from Central Indiana, this is the Fighting Irish Faithful Show. Season 4, Episode 7, Volume 93 of the Fighting Irish Faithful Show. Notre Dame, victorious, defeating the midshipmen of Navy. 42-3 to three, Notre Dame, very dominating performance, and uh, yeah, v- v- very great, great start for the fighting Irish going into this season 2023 season two of Marcus Freeman. I am Joe at faithful underscore Irish on the Twitter, uh, doing the live live post game show here. Um, it's about six o'clock Eastern here in the, uh, in the Indiana, but, uh, yeah, maybe we'll get some people from Ireland. Maybe we won't, but, uh, moving on here, Uh, We'll bring on our first person here. We want to get as many people on as possible. We'll invite to speak hockey dude, eighty four eighty seven on the Twitter. You've been invited to speak, join in on the show. Thank you so much for joining us, man. We're, we're just pumped here. Um, Notre Dame comes out very strong, starts with two rushing touchdowns. So the hashtag RTDB people were very happy. And then after that, Sam Hartman just takes over. So, Hockey man, if you want to jump on, by all means, welcome back to the Fighting Irish Faithful Show, post-game show, let's go. Hey, Notre Dame Faithful, how are you guys doing? Hey man, it's it's so great to ha- be back, this is the first post-game show of 2023, it's it's fantastic, man. Yeah,
1: dude, I'm, I'm finally excited, I'm not working or I'm not sleeping, whatever it is, and able to enjoy something,
0: right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So you you clearly were able to get, catch this game, um, or at least you're you're catching some highlights and you're jumping onto the post game show. Um, how, how you feel like? How, how do the Irish look from your opinion?
1: To me, they look good. I mean, uh, it's hard to judge with the triple option attack about the Russian defense, but they look good. The only question I had was in the second half, I don't know why Hartman wasn't in, in there for so long, but
0: yeah. I, I kind of wonder if that's just a function of, you know, he just, not that he needs his sea legs cause he's been around clearly for a very long time, but just, you know, getting a lot more exposure in the offense or, you know, maybe the coaches just look, we got, you need as much time as possible to prepare for Ohio state and USC come down the pipe, who knows? But um, yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with the duration he was in. Um, in. In my opinion, it's like, you know, once you get to that 40 point threshold, then it's like, okay, then we'll start putting our backups in, um, you know, and, and so so I was happy to see Angeli go in there at the end. Um, at one point, I kind of thought that they'd even throw Minchi a bone, but um, maybe they don't want to burn his red shirt right away. I don't know. But uh, y- did you think that Hartman was in there too long?
1: I mean, just a little bit. It didn't like affect the game or anything. I just, I thought, you know, after a series of two in the second half, they would have brought in Angelli or Minchie just to run the full offense and see what they did.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, and no, I think, and, and maybe that's a function of the the quote unquote new rules with the time clock, or even just Navy and their, um, you know, offensive attack, or, or even just. And, and, and even Notre Dame, you know, we were running the ball quite a bit. You know, we, we haven't, you know, digressed too much into the stats tonight. We have we have not done the breakdown as we normally do about, you know, this many percentage of rushing yards versus passing yards, this, that, and the other. Um, but we, we certainly, I think that the ebb and flow of the game, Notre Dame versus Navy, um, you know, it, it did limit the number of possessions, right?
1: Yeah, it was kind of interesting with that new role everything kind of flowed way faster
0: yeah i i think so and yeah i mean anyone who's who's listened to me on on this podcast before my opinion wasn't so much look don't don't speed up the game just limit you know the tv timeouts limit the time for instant replay if you want to speed up the game speed it up that way don't speed it up with actual game play you know no fan wants to
1: That's kind of a shame because I don't think you're ever going to get away from the TV timeouts.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, you got to see that in the
1: NFL. You know, it's it's I mean, uh, what is
0: what's the the expression? TV TV stations run the world and nobody cares. You know, (laughs) I don't know. The uh, (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, like we are happy to watch the fighting Irish, you know, by all means. Yeah, you know, today. Um, so you were you able to catch the whole game, start to finish?
1: Yeah, we got home just before the game started, so I was Fantastic. able to catch it. Fantastic! Yeah, I know, right? It was pretty lucky.
0: I'm um, I'm just happy that we're not under shot. Uh, you know, we're not in shotgun the whole time. That <laughs> seeing Hartman under center quite a bit is. is Man, I'll tell you what, it's, it's a breath of fresh air, you know, and, and we were, it, we we're effective. We're moving the ball, you know, we're, uh, granted, it's Navy, right? It's, it's quote-unquote weaker talent, you know, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, yeah you know pop champagne corks or anything of that nature. But at the same time, it just made sense. The offense made sense today, right? You know, we, we passed the ball, not right away. We didn't come out slinging it at all.
1: Well, it was a breath of fresh air to see a quarterback just handle everything.
0: Like yeah, he
1: knew what was going on. You know, even had pressure, he slid slid around, you know, and handled it and threw the ball. And it was like, wow, that's nice to see somebody do that as a quarterback at Notre Dame and be able to put the ball where he wants to.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now the uh, the I think I think the real uh, story of this sh- of this podcast or, or at least of this game. Um other than the four passing touchdowns by Hartman. Um, you know, seeing Price with a touchdown, Estimate with a touchdown, yep. but in, in my mind the, the biggest biggest breakout star is not gonna be Hartman. It's gonna be Jaden Greathouse.
1: Oh yeah, man. Seeing him catch two touchdown passes. Yeah. Looking good out there doing it, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's no no bobbles, no no question about it, you know. Yeah. And I gotta say like uh, Jerry Price getting out there, it's <sighs> nice to see him healthy and just executing. It's like, man, that dude looks quick.
0: Yeah, he 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 looks like he was he was ready to go, uh, right from the start, you know, averaging 6.3 yards per touch. Um, it's fantastic, a long of 19, one touchdown. Um, very, very happy to see him, uh, getting getting going and moving the ball forward.
1: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, man. I hope the bugs aren't too bad on the mic right now <laughs> they're everywhere it, man <laughs> it,
0: it sounds like it sounds like you're you're in a uh you're in a windstorm but you know hey we'll yeah we'll make it work
1: we're, uh, the storm is kind of rolling through right now a little bit has yeah, started raining yet i don't know
0: <laughs> that's all right we'll we'll I'll, roll with it i'm out
1: in the gazebo so it's all good <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, if you're covered, it's all good. Yeah, man. Well, hockey man, you're you're you've got you've got your own podcast right now, man. You know, whatever you want to talk about is what you want to talk about. Let let us change gears here. You know, let's go over to the defense. You know, that the ESPN doesn't have all the all the stats up yet. You know, they, they tend to be a little delayed with the uh defensive stats, but I mean, limiting Navy. Yeah, grant they've got they got new coaches. They got a new coaching staff. Um grant their head coach was the former DC so you know take that with a grain of salt um but simultaneously you know navy did not did not look fluid um or notre dame let me ask you the question this way was notre dame just that much better coached and ready and prepared for navy or was navy just outmatched by notre dame because those are, those are two little, very different things, right?
1: It's a little bit of both. I mean, I think Notre Dame coming in is always going to be a better athlete coming around. But, I mean, I, it, it's hard to tell with the rushing defense when you're dealing with the one team you're going to play per year with a triple option. Yep. Because I thought for stretches of time they were kind of weak against it. But at the same time, I can't be angry because they didn't give up any points for until the end almost. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, and and I mean like look if if Notre Dame had to quote give up points with a field goal, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know like okay, like all right, I I guess that's that's really rough. You are know, like no, like look, if if that's the only way your opponent scores points against you is is a flip and field goal, you know, late in the game. You know, I'm sure would I've wanted to shout out, of course. But like you kick a field goal in the fourth quarter, I'm not going to be too upset from that.
1: Yeah, I got. You know, I was on Twitter and I, I saw Pete Sampson tweet out some stat about oh, the last time Notre Dame shut out Navy was in 1998 or something like that. Mm. And I was like, man, I, I comment on that. I was like, man, that's, that's bad form, brother. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, jeez.
0: Well, I think that says something about, about Navy, you know, as a, as a football team, you know, not allowing themselves to be shut out. You know, I mean, like if, if you're if you're a Navy, you know, you want to put points on the board. You know, not getting shut out means a lot. You know, it's a, it's a it's a big, you know, walking away with a goose egg is is, I don't want to say embarrassing, but it but it certainly doesn't feel good, right? Um, so so to to at least put some some points on the board, you know, that's good. Um, I will say this um when navy was going for points uh, the first time they got into the red zone i'm like and, and then of course nbc is is doing their due diligence and now whether they listen to this podcast or they have some uh some good stat people uh doing preparations probably probably the latter but i was i was reminded of notre dame's red zone defense from last year like okay here we go and (laughs) and and, like all right let's see how we how we do this year versus uh red zone defense and 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 fortunately they missed their field goal and and so notre dame gets the stop so my whole opinion is just keep them out of the red zone you don't have to worry about this um but then you know going going walking away after the first half notre dame up 28-0 like man you know (laughs) <laughs> Whew, I'm I'm feeling really good about that.
1: Yeah, Navy's not going to quit. I mean, the, the naval officers and then the, my fellow Devil Dogs, the Marine Corps, are not going to quit. So that's, yeah, that's right.
0: That's right. That that's game, right. So. so 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 real quick, not to not to get too much away from the game here, but but uh, y- since you brought it up, so 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 you're you're a uh, Marine, not active anymore, I assume.
1: No, I'm still
0: active. Oh, you are oh, yeah. still. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, thank I'm you a... for your service. Hey, oh, yeah, this no this problem. is great. We have an active member of the United States Marine Corps on, on the on the show. Uh, so, in addition to Sam Hartman, sir, you are the uh, the Twitter shout out for the night at oh, yeah. Hockey Dude eighty four eighty seven.
1: Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm active duty. I'm a Gunnery Sergeant in the Marine Corps. I'm an uh, air traffic controller.
0: All right, man. All right, all right. Got to, we're we're writing this down. In the notes I have I have very little Notre Dame stats, uh, written down in my note notes here. But now we've got some of your details, hockey man. <laughs> Gunnery gunner started in, in the United States Marine Corps. Fantastic. Hey, we love we love that kind of stuff on the pod, podcast. We love hearing from everybody. Given everyone's little background here or there. So so let me ask you this question, you know, and then we'll uh, we'll jump over. Kevin Davis, I see you, and Patty Mack, I see you guys both. We'll get to you real quick. Um, but we'll let uh hockey hockey man was first on so so he gets uh he gets uh he gets a red carpet treatment here and he's also the Twitter shout out of the night. How did how did you become a Notre Dame football fan? Were you always a fan or, or what's your story kinda?
1: Yeah, I grew up uh, Roman Catholic. Right on. So like, Roman Catholic. and My grandma was Polish Catholic. Oh. That was always a Notre Dame thing when growing up. So that was uh, they lived in Western Pennsylvania in La Latrobe. Yep. Yeah. So that was that was the thing. So
0: that's your that's your Catholicism once again is bringing people to South Bend. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, well. Hopefully, uh, hopefully your uh, your religious roots continue and and fu- and continue to uh, fulfill you spiritually. In addition to Notre Dame fulfilling us uh, today uh, with a forty two to three victory over Navy, uh, going into our first ever FCS game next week. But uh, yeah, hockey man. Before we get over to Patty Mac and Kevin, what's uh, any final thoughts or? Uh, just go Irish and uh, Sam Hartman's handsome. I don't know. I would
1: say go Irish, and uh, I'm looking forward to watching USC tonight. I know they're playing San Jose State. I think it is later tonight, and so I'm looking forward to seeing that. And...
0: Are you just hoping like San Jose State wins, or just, <laughs> or is it no, one of those no, like no. like like know your enemy kind of watching, like hate watching?
1: Yeah, it's know your enemy. I'm not, I'm not. Wishing USC loses necessarily, but I just want to see what their line does.
0: Yeah, I think I think, and, and and I I don't think you're wrong at all to be looking down the road after this game just a little bit and just say, okay, look, everyone knows Notre Dame's got three tough games this season: Ohio State at home, USC at home, Clemson on the road. Those are the three big games. Now there's a couple a couple games in between there that that may give the irish some problems maybe quote-unquote trap games you know who knows but to 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 have one eye on the opponent i don't think is necessarily bad um and and furthermore to kind of ground ourselves in reality after we just defeat navy by 39 points um i i don't think there's anything wrong with that at all
1: oh yeah man I just want to thank you for having this podcast and open it up to everybody. It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, ha- hey, happy to do it. You know the, the the show has been much more fun having uh, more people, more interaction, and uh, yeah, we're we're just gonna get some instantaneous reactions tonight. Hey, uh, hockey man, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We're gonna get on to Patty Mac.
1: Rah, man, go Irish!
0: Go Irish! Thank you, hockey dude. Eighty four, eighty seven on the Twitter uh appreciate you very much joining us tonight well patty mack if you're there at ep king always stcb (laughs) you've been invited to speak if not we're going to jump over to kevin davis and i see brad here listening thank you brad for listening this is the fighting irish faithful show we're doing the post-game show Of the podcast, Season 4, Episode 7 of the Fighting Irish Faithful Show. Well, Coach Kevin Davis, I see you there. We're going to invite you to speak. Kevin, you there. Hello? Yo! How are you? Oh, man. I don't know. I feel like I just... Swallowed a scorpion. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great
2: game today, though, man. Uh, great game.
0: Wasn't it good? I mean, just no no worries, no problems watching the Irish today, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, usually I'm critical defensively, but I won't be because of this offense. And I mean, I think they'll be a lot better. Um, they weren't horrible at all. They're actually pretty good. Um, offensively, we just looked. I mean, our O line looked great. I don't, I don't know, but people think our O line looked wonderful.
0: They looked fluid, right?
2: Yeah, it looked great. I know people were scared about the guards and who, like who was going to play guard and whether they were good enough, but like they looked, they just looked amazing. Like I was, I was shocked at how good they looked.
0: Yeah did Did you think like like this is kind of in contrast to like other years? Like I remember in twenty seventeen. When Josh Adams is running and he had these gaping holes that you could drive, you know, Chevy Silverados through, you know, these are, these are small little holes just wide enough for our running back to, to make his way through. Um, and, and what's really nice is there, they're the way the offensive line is working, the way the offensive scheme is working, the holes are developing. Like I, I really love the camera angles behind, um, but behind yep. the the offense you know it's, it's kind of like like if you're playing madden or, or you know pick your favorite yep. you know you know football video game I, I think the new madden came out recently i don't know <clears throat> but if, you, if you're watching that it's like the the running backs are running to space and all of a sudden then the hole opens and the running back is there right at the right moment and it's like I did not even see that happening. And, and to me, that shows patience. That shows a trust in the offensive line and in the system as a whole.
3: Yeah, uh,
2: absolutely. And uh, we got receivers that can catch the ball. I mean, it, I mean, they could last year, but they actually got a chance to see it today.
0: Yeah, not, right? no doubt. It's
2: just like it, it was. It was just amazing. Even SMA was like the fun. He the one fun, but it is what it is. It happens, but. Besides that, he had almost a perfect day. It's, it's the offense was wonderful.
0: Yeah, defense it, wasn't it really bad was. at all. Yeah, but- Estime uh, ha- ends up with ninety-five yards uh, on the ground uh, with one rushing touchdown, our first touchdown, right? And then uh, Price oh. a- ends up having our second uh, touchdown after that. Uh, so fantastic! But it's really the receivers, and I'm glad you brought them up. Um, you know, Great House finishes with two touchdowns, 68 yards, and only three receptions, but then Thomas had four with one touchdown, and Colsey had uh, 45 yards and one one touchdown as well. 253 yards through the air for the Irish. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, that's
2: what we need. We need that plus every game. Like, it has to be that plus every
0: game. Yeah. I'm. That's what no doubt.
2: Successful. My Not- only critique would be um Even defensively if- will be yeah. yeah. That is true, but my only critique is defensively. I just feel like there was a couple of plays where the corners that just weren't ready or something. I I know it's the, the defense they I mean the offense they were going against, but there were a couple of plays where the receivers got behind them and it was like I'm pretty sure that's going to be a talking point on film.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no doubt no doubt at all well and like that's kind of another thing is like look this is a unique offense that Notre Dame is facing um is is there a whole lot that I'm not gonna say that like we should sweep this under the rug and that we shouldn't pay attention to it but how much attention should we as fans going into the rest of the season really pay attention to this unless it's some sort of like assignment discipline kind of conversation right
2: yeah i mean I, I this game for for i think for DBs, it is what it is. I think next week they'll get a better look at what they'll see the rest of the season i'm mean, I wasn't too worried about it at all. It's just like it was this couple of plays where it was like i mean you got you got you can't let people get behind you like that like you just yeah. Can't.
0: Well, and that one where where it was like uh, I think it was Bethello, fortunately hit hit the uh, hit the quarterback right, and so the ball was kind yeah. of like floating in the air just a tad, and that allowed um, <laughs> you know just enough disruption to prevent yep. Navy from having just a huge home run play, uh, and it's like there was no safety at all, and like I almost paused the TV, rebound it, and just watched the game live, and just was like where the hell was our safety like was it was there some sort of read or call out by the defense that that allowed this to happen and navy saw it and so they responded accordingly or was it just a, a blown assignment i don't know um but that that's just kind of how how uh how the game and that particular play occurred which just may be like well at least they missed it right
2: yeah, and that's what how the triple option set up. Like you run these all this stuff, run, 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 and then when everybody coming down hard on the run, you throw those pop passes right. And the DBs just had to have to be disciplined a couple of times. They just weren't. In. Yeah, he was yeah. wide open. If that if that ball was a perfect ball, that's that's a walk in touchdown. Yeah, that
0: is a walk in touchdown, hundred percent.
2: Good game though. I was, I was I'm actually pretty excited. Like I'm like, we can do well this season we can do pretty well this year. I
0: think so like like let's talk about expectations here did you did you think were you surprised with the outcome of this game or were you um, like did you think that Notre Dame could do more i mean i guess we always idealistically think they could do more but did or did you think like yeah this is about what i expected what we should do
2: well, on on your last podcast, I did say the score would be forty two to six with two running touchdowns and four passing. Yep. So I was almost solid on it, but I <laughs> I expected the the first half to be more heavy with the scoring. I thought we had like last year we had what 35-and-a-half or something like that. Um, I thought we were, with Sam Harper I thought we had we thought we have more at half, even though what we had was quite a bit, but um. It was kind of what I expected. It was pretty much what I expected um, them to do. Yeah. But I feel like we could have we could have left. We, it should have been forty-two nothing. Um, they shouldn't even got the kick, the, the field goal. I mean, I think we, we left a couple, at least one score on on the on, on the field. But pretty pretty solid. I, pretty what I much as I expected. Yeah, especially with an offense. Awesome, you didn't know what they were going to do offensively, even though they ran some of the same stuff. You didn't really know. So I was like, eh, we'll see.
0: Yeah, a uh, the, the couple things I want to address there. Number one is you're 100% right. Last year, Notre Dame was up 35-13 at half, but then Notre Dame never scored in the second half. Navy tacked on three points in the third quarter, then 16 in the second half, and Notre Dame kind of... I don't want to say sneaks by, but it, it was looking a little, little nervous there at, with a 35-32 victory for the Irish last year. Now, we won, but, like, man, just we didn't get anything done in the second half. Um, despite the fact that we had a yards per point of 9.6 um, in that game. Now, tonight, completely different story, right? The Irish are coming out, looking strong, and, and applying pressure. I would say evenly going into the second half um, didn't look like there was really a change in momentum, uh, a change in attitude or excitement. You know, it just, and, and, and it didn't even look like, oh, you know, we're all jacked up and fired up and, you know, just like, ah, you know, running around. No, it just looked like simple, legit execution. Like you've done this before, you've played here before, and this is, this is a controlled team Playing with confidence.
2: Yeah, the game flowed well. Like, from half to half, it just it had a pretty even flow. And that's what you want to see unless you're getting your butts whooped. Um, you want to see that pretty even flow. Um, and no no high peaks or low valleys. You, wanna, you just want to have a, a good flow. And I feel like this game was that. It was just a great flow.
0: Now, I don't want this to sound rude or condescending or something, but the fact that Notre Dame ended up having a huge margin of victory and that there was no like drama quote unquote was the game kind of boring and but is that what we should want to be a victorious and successful football team should we be a quote boring team where we beat beat up on lesser opponents
2: Man, I, I don't care how we do it. <laughs> I Maybe. Don't care man, I'm look, like, looking
0: too much into yeah. the ether here, but. <laughs> I'm like, I'm
2: like, um, but I, I didn't think it was boring at all. I, I like these type of games. So no. I feel like, I feel like Navy actually, were trying. It wasn't like we were just beating up badly on them. We were just, we were just a better team. But they were, they were fighting. It wasn't like it was like a, a massacre. The score might say that, but. Like they were, they were moving the ball. Like they weren't just sitting there and not doing anything.
0: Yeah, no, they they moved the ball well, and um, the uh, I mean, look, look, contrast this to to last year. You know, granted, you know, we're not at Ohio State, you know, but but you know, I I think the team didn't look like they were swept up into the, um. I don't want to say traveling circus because that just sounds rude and wrong. But but, you know, I would also be lying if I said that there was not some pageantry associated with Notre Dame playing in Ireland. Right. You know, and we have fans of this podcast, you know, our my co-host uh, earlier in the week, Stevie D Irish from Ireland, you know, is made made his pr- pilgrimage from west side of Ireland and Cork over to Dublin the game whether you know one of one of our friends here is joining the show live that's another story but they're probably at a pub tonight you know celebrating with the Irish faithful as they should um the rest of us who stayed here in the United States (laughs) or whoever is calling in um you know we're we're gonna do what we're gonna do here and uh, break down the game and just get kind of some instantaneous reaction but you know, Kevin, I, I agree with you. I don't really care how it happens. You know, a win is a win, but I will also say that a win like this shows a very controlled team that says, look, this is step one. We've got a long season to go, ideally playoffs, bowl game, what have you, you know, in the future. But for now, um, you know, we celebrate this game, you know, the 24 hour rule you know we got to get back to the states you know get through customs or whatever we got to do and then tennessee state is next you know and and we, we quote shouldn't be worried from them you know we'll break that down uh later in the week but nah kevin i mean look the defense look good the offense good you know like a- anything else we need to know before we get to our next person
2: no just go irish like
0: go Great irish <laughs> Well, I appreciate you, Kevin. Uh, a random, random question. I had this thought the uh, uh, today, Kevin. Did you? Uh, uh, h- how's your team looking? Because you're still coaching, right?
2: Yep. Uh, yesterday, what we went fifty three to thirteen. I want to say so. Pretty right. good
0: game. Woo! Up. So, so pretty your good. your team put up more points and margin of victory than the Irish did tonight. That, that's what I just heard.
2: Yeah, that is, but that's what we expected against the team we played, though.
0: So. <laughs> yeah. That's that's fantastic. Well, Ke- Kevin Davis, I-, I really appreciate you uh, again jumping on. You know, we're going to put you on hold here. Uh, we got we got a couple new people here who jumped on, listen to the show, and if they just want to listen, that's cool. If they want to jump on and speak, that's fine. We'll invite you to speak at Daniel uh, Craig and eighty six. If you don't want, you don't have to get scared and run off but uh, mf golden swag that's a that's a tight uh, tight name on twitter uh you've been invited to speak since you were next and i see warrior 40 uh that's cool too you know hey uh welcome to the fighting irish faithful show if you want to jump on and there's also patty mac there um m- my opinion is this you know like look this is what's funny is i got a toddler in the house right now right and him and i are both wearing the shirt right and this is probably one of the first times where, I mean, yes, technically this is the second season of Notre Dame football, right? So, but let's, let's face it. Now is kind of the time where maybe he could start picking some of this stuff up, maybe start remembering some things. So, um, you know, you never know if, uh, if, uh, if toddler Irish faithful is going to be uh, picking up on anything. Um, but if not, you know, it, it is what it is, but, uh, no, it was it was really great having having the family, the doc, you know, just here at home. Um and yeah, life is good. Moving on. So well, if no one's gonna jump on, you know, I'll just keep talking. I I certainly don't have any uh any uh any shortened uh things to talk about tonight. Um one thing that is great to see is that Angeli did get in right at the end of the game. Um he had one pass for two yards. So Hey, hundred percent for Angeli. So nice to finally get him, you know, just kind of, yeah, it's garbage time at this point, right? Fourth quarter. Um, but happy to see Angeli come in. Um, and then, you know, like, like the next question is, okay, clearly estimate got 16 carries. So the, the bulk of all the carries, you know, the next three guys had 14 carries combined between love, pain and price. Uh, four six and six carries respectively um now grant they amassed more yardage uh than uh estimate as a whole but my hashtag rtdb standing for run the damn ball uh man that that was just uh just speaking out loud and uh, just really happy to see notre dame with a commanding ability to run the ball, and. Furthermore, Notre Dame, well, you know what? Let, let's say this next stat for, for our next person. Uh, Warrior 40, I see you there. You've been invited to speak. Uh, I see you're on mute if you want to jump on. Go ahead and hit the pink button in the lower left-hand corner if you wish to join us on the Fighting Irish Faithful Show. Warrior 40, hello.
3: Hey, Joe, how you doing?
0: Hey, happy, welcome. Welcome to the Fighting Irish Faithful Show. What do you yeah. think of this Notre Dame game?
3: Yeah, th- this is uh, Dominic's uh, dad. Oh. So, yeah, great game.
0: What, what, did you, I, did you lose your phone and you stole your, someone else's or what?
3: Well, well, similar. Yeah, kind of. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, John, nice to see hey, you. Hey, good game. I, I hear good your game. son's at a wedding today.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's a, uh, that's a Notre Dame football foul there.
0: <laughs> there was some someone else I saw that I think was at a wedding as well. And I made some comment on Twitter like, well, I hope the game's on at the reception by the bar, you know? <laughs>
3: You know, you know, Dom got married uh, at the USC games. Oh, yeah. Re- really? Come on, man.
0: I, <laughs> okay. He, he <laughs> mentioned this uh, earlier in the show. I think it was last week. Yeah, it was It was this yeah, week. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, okay. So you did listen to the show, and so he said that you, that you were harassing him. And so I think any, every time he jumps on, I think we'll remind him of this. now. Now, maybe that's a, that's a function of like, hey, I got married on a Notre Dame football victory, so, you know, I guess he could say that, so.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. But uh, what's what's your thought of this game? Uh, I, clearly, you're happy with the outcome, right?
3: Yeah, and, and at the end of last year, I, I think you and I had a conversation a couple times, and maybe over the summer, a time or two, maybe at the spring game, but, you know, they just need a quarterback. And I... I I think we saw a glimpse of what they can do with a quarterback.
0: Yeah. Of course well, and, it's Navy,
3: but you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. you yeah, know, And that, that's a good point you make, you know, th- it is Navy, right? It's not, you know, we didn't just beat up on Ohio state. You know what I'm saying? Like we're beating up on a service Academy, you know, a team who's for your recruiting average is 125 in the country out of 130, 31 teams. Right. Uh, Notre right. Dame is 11 and a half for the last four years on average right and and so so Na- let, let's be very clear here right navy is a service academy you have to be recommended by your congressman to go there and you're there to not only get you education but you're you're there to serve the nation in its defense and and that sort of mission going forward right Th- those are the primary reasons why you're there football clearly is a secondary thing that happens at navy right it's like hey who wants to play football like i i don't know how recruiting quote-unquote works at navy it's kind of more just like hey these guys were halfway decent you know football players um and then you know like oh yeah i'll i'll play like like i knew a guy at my high school who was our backup quarterback and he ended up getting a um um, he ended up going to, to the naval academy ended up you know serving on a destroyer or whatnot and he he tried out for the team um now i don't think he actually played or, or, or did anything of that nature but but i know that that at one point he had made that uh, that kind of shift and, and started going down that path now i um, it didn't happen um but that being said um you know i i think that you know, can we get excited about the win? Yes. Should we be happy for the win? Absolutely. But sh- I-, I think the next question is: Well, look, it was "quote unquote" Navy, right? And and I think that's the that. But but one could say that over the first like four games of this season, right?
3: Yeah, uh, my intent is not to bash on Navy. It's it's great that they have that tradition and that that relationship and that partnership. But it, under Weiss and Kelly, I mean, they got they got beat by Navy a couple of times. Yeah. So I guess it's a good sign. And Hartman was it, it's just he can command the offense. It, it, you can see it. Yeah. He knows yeah. where to go with the ball. He reads the. blitz. He misses. doesn't look panic, Right. The gray house. That pass was on the money. He, di- he didn't. He didn't, uh, you know, put too much loft on it. It was just a perfect pass. For the situation so yeah i think he's the real deal and again you know as we've talked about a, a few times anyway man if they only had a quarterback i, I think they have one now and we'll just see what they, they can do with it
0: yeah absolutely um mf golden swag said earlier in the chat that Jaden gray house looked great looks like the days of true freshmen not playing that should be are over and i could not agree yeah, you know that, any that more was, than that
3: that. Was, a, that was a darn kelly thing you know
0: <laughs> i mean you, you i, I just don't understand it's like, like like look you got the talent play it you know like yeah. who cares if you, you he's a freshman
3: be, you don't have to be a graduate student to play you know that's,
0: that's right yeah you're you're there there to make plays you're there to put points on the scoreboard you're there to help this team be successful how you do that whether it's scout team or scoring touchdowns I don't care. I want you to be successful. And that's the coach's job to figure the part in the middle out. Amen. Well, so, John, really happy you jumped on. You totally. Yeah threw me for a curveball there with, I'm like, Oh, who's the warrior 40? warrior 40. You know, I'm like, I was expecting like some Michigan state pa- fan or someone like that. I don't know what that was, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. It's you. Um, and, uh, yeah, happy, uh, b- b- we'll, throw you a follow here, but, uh, yeah, uh, very happy you're here. Uh, we're going to go over to a new person here. That's requested to speak. John, thank you very much for joining the finding our yeah. faithful show.
3: Yeah. Behave and go Irish. That's right
0: it's like like uh my religion teacher my senior year of high school he would always say say stay sober no fornicating well (laughs) mr kovaleski we will not be uh you know fornicating clearly on the podcast but we will not be sober (laughs) because we are powered by scotch and spreadsheets so all right Corian 29 you've been yeah you've requested to speak uh we've added you as speaker go ahead and oh nope dropped off Uh, yeah you know, he got uh got a little uh apprehensive there that's okay you uh, couldn't couldn't hold off well i see a doctor wishes to join us live from ireland dr abby uh you've been invited to to join us maybe you're you're in a very loud noisy pub and you wish to join us nope everyone's jumping off here that's fine well dang it you know we've tried twice to bring new people on to the fighting irish faithful show and it just hasn't happened so that's okay. Uh, we'll either blame Twitter or we'll blame uh, something else, or maybe just people just want to want to listen, and that's fine too. Well, look, Notre Dame is is successful. We're we're clearly happy with the outcome of the game. Uh, you know, we're, I'm not gonna say we're light on people tonight, but but we've had some people jump on, jump off, and you know, it's it's a little earlier in the day. You know, maybe people are watching some of these lower level games. Maybe people uh, just want to just want to listen. Let my voice serenade them. Probably not. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Well, at least the defensive stats are finally up. So all right. So Notre Dame ends up with two sacks and five tackles for loss. Now, truth or a lie, did Notre Dame and Sam Hartman have any tackles for loss against them the answer is of course yes <laughs> Notre Dame had two tackles for a loss but and I see Jay on here at pillow Jace on the Twitter you've been invited to speak please jump on give us the live report from Dublin we invite you to speak Jay uh the question out here to the audience to the people is was Sam Hartman sacked at all jay for there by all means hello
4: so what's the question i'm, I'm sorry I was, no it's
0: I was, okay you, you clearly found a quiet corner in some pub there in dublin ireland
4: yeah no i'm not in a pub i'm i'm back in my room and tired and no voice left but yeah
0: oh that's I'm right not. it's really late over there w- what time is it over there
4: 11:40 p.m right now oh my gosh
0: that's nuts. Okay, all right. So so we'll be we'll be kind to you. Uh all right. The question is, how many times was Hartman sacked?
4: He wasn't, was he?
0: No, he was not at all. 100% correct. Right. Zero sacks for the Naval Academy. Hartman was not sacked at all. Uh only two tackles for loss for uh for Navy uh and against the Irish. So very good. how How was the game? you You were at, you were at the game. So this is at Pello Jace on the Twitter. Um, we we're, we're going to give out give out our love to to the vets here. Uh, we've got Hockey Man who's in the Marine Corps. We got Pello Jace here who's in the Air Force. Right. Um, right. So so we're we're, we're representing uh, our servicemen here. Um, how how was the atmosphere in in Dublin? It's kind of it was exciting. exciting. Walk me through your day. Let me live. Let let the the audience live vicariously through you.
4: All right. So we got up this morning, and then we went down to uh, Temple to watch the Pet Band come out, and you know the band come out and play, and the cheerleaders and all that. And they shut down all of Dame Avenue and renamed it Notre Dame Avenue. Uh, So it was a lot of fun there, and then ourselves we went back to the room and kind of chilled for a little bit before we went to the game uh we got to the game uh, and we were lucky enough to be in some some really nice seats excellent Uh, fortunate enough to have some good seats and so we had a lot of good people around us that were all enjoying the game all rooting for you know the fighting irish to win and it was so much fun Uh, so electric uh I mean, the atmosphere was great. And, you know, from from the time we got there to the time we left, everybody was just just I mean, you can tell that this year seems different Mm -hmm. just by how everybody is feeling. Everybody's so optimistic. So I, I just hope it continues that way.
0: Now, when when was the last time you saw Notre Dame live in person?
4: Oh, you don't want to know. It was Clemson at the Cotton Bowl. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh okay okay so 2018 right yeah okay yeah. all right well i mean that that kind of makes sense right you know you're down there in in the Dallas Fort Worth Arlington area right so right. so that makes sense um you know like but but here you know you you had the opportunity you know clearly you're you're self-made man and and you make your way over to Ireland you know you you made the expense you made the commitment and you know here we are and you're meeting good like-minded folk that are there as well to watch the Irish uh come out with a victory and they did it you know defeating Navy uh with a solid I would say a solid ass kicking quite frankly um you know you win by you know five plus touchdowns you know talk about you know you know dominance right
4: so much better than last year. So much better than last year.
0: <laughs> well, and we were talking about that earlier on the show where it's like, okay, Notre Dame comes out with this this you know, they have thirty-five points and but then we do nothing in the second half. Nothing on the scoreboard. Now, Notre Dame didn't light it up in the second half, and quite frankly, they didn't need to. And maybe a little bit of that is the new rules, a little bit of that is taking your foot off the gas, a little bit of navy with ball control, um, you know, kind of all of the above, right? Right.
4: Yeah, I think that um, the second half was what I expected it to be last year, uh, but this for this year, yeah. So it it was it was a lot of fun, and it was it was nice to see. And you know, I'm I'm happy that tomorrow morning I'll wake up and be able to put on another Notre Dame shirt and walk through the streets and not feel like oh no, you know, it, <laughs> yeah, we lost, you know,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and and thank goodness for that, that because that'd be pretty. I don't want to say embarrassing, but but pretty bad. But not nah, Notre Dame ends up with four hundred forty four yards versus uh, Navy's one hundred sixty nine yard points. So uh, clearly Notre Dame is is doing better better on that front there. Yep. Did um did you did you think that? that Marcus Freeman looked much more calm and collect today, or is this kind of what we would expect out of him at this point?
4: So I think that you can see that um, he's learned from last year. I don't know that it's exactly what I expected, but I think that, you know, he definitely is, you can tell that he's had a year under his belt. So I, I was impressed with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the one that I always go back to is yards per point and and Notre Dame ends up being under 12 yards per point, which is great. Um versus Navy, they're up in the 50s with a yards per point average. So, yeah, um I'm I'm happy to see uh Notre Dame um you know just take care of business, you know, and 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 really like like look, we'll, we'll probably do a a a debrief download of the stats. Uh, later in the week on the Tuesday show and we have a little bit more time but right now you know we're just trying to get the the fan reaction you know the fan instantaneous reaction um, and and hear from the people and especially from you you Jay Um, is there anything else we need to know about Ireland in general or Notre Dame or or is there something let me ask you this is there something you see about this team because you saw them live in person Um, I imagine you you had some halfway decent seats uh, near the field and yep. you can pick up, you know, some attitude or some observations of the team. What, what could, did you see that maybe the viewer at home here in the States didn't see?
4: So um, a couple of things, first of all, there's a calmness about the team. Hmm. Uh, they didn't, they didn't seem like they were um, overly anxious or ov- overly eager. Okay. Um, but on, on top of that, they they had some swagger to them, yeah. which I, I didn't expect. Um, and I don't know if that's because Hartman's there because Hartman is a good leader. Uh, and estimate uh, really showed out to me. I mean, he seen him on the sidelines with, with the other players. Um, they were really looking to him. Uh, so I, I think that, you know, there's some good leadership there. Uh, the only thing, the only person I was a little disappointed in and I hate to say even that word disappointed was Tyree. Mm. Um, he seemed like he was going through the motions, but maybe that's just, you know, I don't know. I will, won't, won't, won't speculate, but yeah. he, I, I thought he could have done better.
0: Yeah. I mean, he, he had a, had a drop there and then he, um, he only ended up with 36, uh, rushing yards, you know, and, and, uh, a long of 20. So, Um, I mean, you know, averaging 12 yards a a carry, excuse me, a carry, (laughs) we only wish, Uh, a reception is, you know, it's not bad, but it's not great either, Um, but only three receptions, you know, but, like, look, he's, he's now quote-unquote fighting for receptions with Colsey, Thomas, and Greathouse, right? You know, and then yeah. there's other guys like Flores and Ford who are in there as well, you know, and then, you know, throw Payne and Price and, and Estime in there as well, you know, catching pass out of the backfield. So, you know, I, I, I don't disagree with you where it's like, you know, it would have been cool to see Tyree either have a um, long special teams return or even right. a, a a long, you know, you know, pass or a touchdown or or something to that effect out of out of the, uh, um, but but maybe this is a function of you know Navy scheming and Navy it saying does. okay we're gonna we're gonna really make sure we pressure Tyree because he's a known quantity, whereas Great House is is new, um, he's he's a freshman. And, you know, I, I'd have to go back and watch film to see what was actually happening on those plays. Um, but maybe it's a function of Navy keying in on Tyree, you know, bees to honey kind of scenario. And then that's allowing Great House to get his two touchdowns, right?
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and Colsey really impressed me this game. I mean, uh, I, better than I expected.
0: Yeah, you know, he... he, uh, he I don't want to say I was surprised with him, but between between him and Thomas, like let's face it, they are the. Can I say veterans? Like, like can I use that language with them? Like, sure, they've, yeah. They've been around. They've been in the position. Um, but you know, look, they've got a new quarterback, right? You got a new offensive coordinator. You got a new quarterback coach coming in there. And and speaking of which. Of, of all the coaches that were the most active on the field, I'd have to say that it was Gino Gadulli. Um, You know, he's, he's relaying the message from the tower. He's out there on the field, you know, talking to Hartman, talking to the players, talking to the guys on offense. Um, gaduli was, was, I I'd say the coach of the game other than Marcus Freeman, but gaduli was out there, you know, taking care of business. You see him on the field. He's, he's, he looked like a seasoned veteran out there. You know, he's not being wrapped up in the environment. He's not being wrapped up at, ah, it's just Navy or anything of that nature. No, he's taking care of business out there.
4: Yep. Yep. I agree. It was, it was a lot of fun to watch and it was, it was so much fun to watch an actual, uh, you know, series of plays where they didn't stop and look to the sideline where the quarterback, you know, looked through his progressions and actually, and passed the ball where he needed to. I mean, it's night and day from last year. Yeah. It was so much fun.
0: That's right. And, and I was going to say, I'm so glad you brought that up because I was going to talk about that later. But but since you brought it up, and this is not meant to, you know, dump on Tommy Reese or, or previous coaches or whatever. But the way the offense just run. It was fluid. It's like, look, we call the play. We're going to run the play. We're not going to look over the sideline. We're not going to do any of this checks and other, you know, psycho shit. We're just going to run the fucking play. And that's what happened in this game. It's just like, look, this is Navy. We don't need to psych ourselves out. We know what our reads are you know, our, our line knows how to block and and pick up protections because the coaches have done their job. And look, if if you fail, you know, then, okay, you take one on the chin and you move on to the next play. But for the most part, we're not going to allow what the defense is quote unquote showing us to psych us out of what we're showing on the offense, right? Let's not be worried about what the other team is doing. Let's just focus on ourselves. Let's move forward and, and, and command what's happening on the field move forward dominating teams don't give a shit what the opponent is doing they go out there they line up and say i don't care if you know what play we're running we're running the fucking play and we're gonna run it down your throat and look we 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 did great we the the results are are what they are on the field and on the scoreboard
4: 100 agree hey it's late. I got to get some sleep, but I just wanted to check in. So, uh, great talking.
0: Absolutely. Well, Jay, I really appreciate you jumping on. Get get some good rest. Well deserved. Uh, thank you for representing uh, the Notre Dame faithful, and and we're happy to have you on the Fighting Irish faithful. Joe at Fighting Irish faithful show. What am I saying? At Pelo Chase on the Twitter. Thank you so much for uh, for joining us tonight although it's kind of, I guess it's night. I don't know. It's not even seven o'clock here, but it's pretty late over there in Ireland. So, uh, really happy that Jay is jumping on here. Uh, you know, giving us a representation, uh, representing the show of of a faithful member of the fighting Irish faithful live from Ireland. So I guess we're live from Ireland. I don't know. Uh, A couple things I wanted to touch on. Um, not a whole lot. Um, you know, it, it was a pretty clean game. You know, Notre Dame only had one penalty. There was a pretty bad holding penalty. Um, Navy, we don't expect them to, to. you know, they only have penalties for like, you know, a uniform dust infraction or something to that effect. But no turnover. So that's that's kind of the one. Uh, and we talked about this on the show on Tuesday where, you know, go back to 2012. Navy had all sorts of turnovers, you know, between Manti Teo and the scoop and score by it. Navy had all sorts of turnovers in 2012, whereas tonight it was a very clean game, no turnovers by either team. Now there there was a alleged fumble uh, by Navy, but then the replay, I guess, showed that you know Bertrand was out of bound or whatever. Okay, fine. And then earlier in the game, uh, you know, someone from Navy comes in, very good technique with a club punches the ball out of Estime's hands um and that but fortunately it bounces out of bounds so but after that you didn't see any any more of that shenanigans so Notre Dame is not as successful as Navy as far as time of possession um but do do we think that is you know that's not something to be unexpected right we anticipate Navy to dominate and, and win over the time of possession uh, situation there. So, I mean, it's Navy, and they're running triple option, which is kind of weird. Like, I, I was I was kind of curious whether or not Navy was going to continue to run triple option uh, with their new coaching staff, but apparently that's, that's what they're still doing, and, and it was a little di- different. You know, I don't think it was straight up triple option, but, you know, there was some pitches and some other stuff, but for the most part, it's triple option. So, well, at Coach Parstigen, we invite you to speak if you wish to jump on and join us. Uh, we're, you know, we're we're going to try to keep these post game shows a little light, uh, a little shorter, uh, just because if uh, if the microphone's picking it up, you know, I got a toddler and it's uh, it's late, and uh, yeah, I got some other stuff going on. But Coach Parstigen, if you wish to join us, uh, two time national champion coach at Coach Barstigian. Uh, join the podcast tonight. It says your request to speak. I said invite you to speak. I don't know what's going on here. Coach, you there?
5: Yes. Now I'm here. Something was going on with the Wi-Fi. Sorry
0: that's, about that. nah, that's probably Twitter. That's fine.
5: <laughs> it's X now. It's not Twitter
0: anymore. No, no. no I refuse to call it X because that just sounds weird. Twitter, Twitter sounds more fun. It
5: does sound weird. But I, other than. Notre Dame apparently inheriting Alabama's issue with field goal kickers. I I have no major complaints other than the referees missing those what should have been two turnovers. Other than that, and the field goal kicking, everything was flawless, it seemed. Hartman scored at will. No issue.
0: Yeah, and well, and, and let's face it we we expected that right we bring in this transfer quarterback someone who's been around for five freaking seasons this is his sixth season in college football we expect him to be commanding to be moving to like the game has slowed down for him like like go back think of Buckner or Pine or even even Ian Book they're just kind of running around not necessarily in a panic but but the game, the game is slowed down. Hardman is Hartman is playing
5: NCAA football on the PS5. Really. <laughs> that's pretty much the easiest way to describe
0: it. What, what, why does it have to be a PlayStation? Why can't it be an Xbox? What, what's, what's your
5: <laughs> I'm not an Xbox guy.
0: All right. That, that's an agree to disagree here. But the... Um, that's fine. I don't really care. <laughs> the... Um, No, you're you're 100% right. You know, Hartman is the game is coming to him. He's in the driver's seat. He is not allowing the environment to influence him, right? He's influencing the environment.
5: One questionable throw the whole game, and that was late in the game. I mean,
0: (sighs) if that, I don't know. I mean, the the media is writing all these. That's, you you that's would think it. the media would be like, "Oh, look, hey Grant. There's like no other football going on. So what else are going to write about?" So you know, and not that's not to diminish what Hartman did, but they're like, "Oh, Hartman throws four touchdowns." Like, yeah, you honestly think he he couldn't do that? You honestly think that he wouldn't do that, or he didn't have the ability to do that? Come on.
5: I do love how everybody seemed to finally feel like Navy had a head coach that fit the Navy mentality that was entertaining. What, what does
0: that even mean? I don't even know.
5: He looked like captain Ahab with that beard. Like I'm <laughs> shocked. They actually let their coaches have facial hair, to be honest. Yeah, it that's is a military. Right.
0: Well, I'll, look, all I'll say about Sam Hartman is that he, he threw four touchdowns tonight. Um, do you know what he averaged last season per game coach?
5: I'm going to assume it was less than four
0: that that is a, a great assumption and it would be a factual assumption he didn't so even average three. three less than three okay. 2.9 uh, per game Hartman had 38 passing touchdowns last season um uh, over over the 13 games he played so um, the math works out to was just shy of three and he got four tonight so you know look it's against Navy right? We're not. We're not. Again, we're not popping champagne corks, but at the same time, we're we can be happy, take pride, and and enjoy the victory, enjoy the moment of what we see. Okay, here's a
5: question: Do you think Sam Hartman comes anywhere close to Case Keenum at all by the time the season's over with?
0: Who? Who's that? You think
5: Hartman comes any, for the uh, passing touchdowns lead? Keenum's at 155.
0: No, no. Who is this person?
5: Case Keenum. Uh, sorry. Casey Keenum, whatever he, he is. Does he play
0: for Notre Dame? Sorry.
5: <laughs> no, I'm just asking. Do you think Hartman gets anywhere close to that
0: record? Well, I, 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 I guess that's, that's kind of the heart of the question, pun intended. Who... Who is this other individual we're comparing him to? I'm sorry, I'm I'm, I'm the first to admit when I don't Houston. know something.
5: Casey Keenum played at Houston from 07 to 2011.
0: Oh, geez. Okay, all right. Casey.
5: He's got 155 career passing touchdowns.
0: Okay. Man, this did, is
5: Hartman ended up tying the record, didn't he? By McCoy.
0: Dude, I don't... he did.
5: For passing. <laughs>
0: You you are clearly stumping the host here.
5: (laughs) How many passing touchdowns did Hartman have today? Four. Okay, so he is tied with Danny Werfel of Florida at number 14 on the list. All right. Because he started the game with 110, and if he had four, then that gives him 114. Oh, I see what you're doing.
0: You're talking about overall total touchdowns. Yes. Ah, okay. Sorry, it's tight. It totally threw me out. Well, and and that's something else to think about. Like like the game has changed, or the rules have changed, and then throw in the the COVID year, right? Um, you know, these guys get a, get a free year. So so, and, and this is not meant to diminish or belittle you know the effectivity of Sam Hartman. That's not what it's about. But it's like, it, I think what's interesting is is you look at this individual from Houston here. And talking about Mr. Keenum's productivity in the time that he was there over a limited amount and he of time.
5: Didn't have a COVID year. And that's he what that's what I'm saying, top.
0: right? Like like his efficiency and and ability to rack up points at Houston. Now, grant maybe that's a byproduct of Houston. It's kind of quote unquote what you have to do. Um, but yeah, he ends up gosh, what is this? Uh 155 total touchdowns. Is that correct? Good grief!
5: Passing touchdowns.
0: That's a shit ton. <laughs>
5: well, if he's what forty-one away?
0: I mean, he had forty-eight passing touchdowns you. in twenty eleven. Good crap!
5: <laughs> so,
0: oh my god!
5: It would take probably making the playoff and doing in two games of the playoff doing to teams what Georgia did to TCU last year.
0: Good grief. And, and, and I mean not to belittle Keenum or Houston, but it's like I don't even know how Houston did in those those years from 2008 to 2011, right? But no, that that's that's an interesting point, you know, we'll uh well I guess we'll we'll look <laughs> You you're touching on something that we on, clearly on this show, a lot of this show, a lot of the data has been kind of more, you know, putting Brian Kelly under the microscope and using data and analytics to say, like, get this fucker out of here. Now we have the finally the opportunity to say, hey, we got a good guy on our team. Let's compare him to other good guys on other teams well, and, and see how that think- goes.
5: I just looked it up. They went like eight and five twice, ten and four, and then had a losing record. Yeah. So, <laughs> if that tells you anything, that passing touchdown leading record of one fifty five doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't want to say it's garbage, but but I mean that that's more of a function of Houston or just the the overall health of their team. Um, you know, I I personally like looking at. Our, our opponents that's why I compared Notre Dame to stats of champions because I think it's more uh relevant realistic and um it, it it's the goal right like like what is the goal the goal is title um but there's other milestones we can hit along the way um but one of those milestones is beating navy and we did that tonight
5: absolutely with ease and we didn't blow a big lead no this year so.
0: yeah no it's always a plus it wasn't a panic it wasn't you know we're we're trying to defuse a a bomb as it's ticking down right that's (laughs) do i cut the blue wire or the red wire like no like we don't have to worry about that
5: he's finally golden finally seems to have the defense in tune it took him a series or so but they started finally clicking
0: I mean Navy Navy didn't score points at all and, and you know, we did we did not do our normal breakdown of statistics and you know you know breakdown of efficiency of possessions and things of that nature, right? You know, I I, I clearly and wanted is, to get even though the,
5: it is Navy. Notre Dame's got some freshman receivers that are dangerous.
0: Isn't that fantastic to see? Like like I, I sent something out on Twitter at faithful underscore Irish. <laughs> something to the effect of Hartman to great house. Doesn't that sound great? <laughs> yes,
5: yes, exactly. And uh, it's just, there's, they start off last year short in the receiver position. They start out this year and there's how many freshmen playing at the well, receiver position. Two, right. Three, and, 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 and
0: is it even, it's, is it even like, like reluctance to play freshmen or target them? Or is it more of like, a function of the quarterback. I think personally it's a little bit of both.
5: Oh yeah. You've got a quarterback that, like we've said, is just sitting back and playing NCAA football video game and he can it doesn't matter who he's throwing it to, they should be able to catch it. Yeah. Because he knows how he knows the right touch to for the right person. He just made it look so easy. Even with freshmen
0: yeah no it's really great well i think i think coach i think we're gonna wrap things up real quick last question i have uh i don't know if you caught the end of the broadcast where hartman's having his interview with NBC after both teams do their alma maters this that and the other did you see hartman with the shillelagh
5: after the game or that well, some it, highlight it, thing I saw where he had a shillelagh in his hand. Yeah,
0: it was after the game. He's being interviewed by the NBC people, um, and he's talking about how holding a shillelagh. I don't, I don't know if you caught wind of that.
5: I did not catch that. So, but so that's what? Not the shillelagh that matters to me.
0: Well, well, you're not wrong about that. It's the jeweled shillelagh is what we want to take back from the assholes at at USC. But they're that, not going to bring it with them
5: either. Well, the,
0: that's fine. We'll just you know steal it. That's it's fine. Um, they're a-holes the, um, so Hartman was walking around on the field with a shillelagh now no that's not the quote unquote trophy that Notre Dame and Navy uh, exchange per se with our rivalry right mm-hmm. but what I will say and, and this is not a, meant to be a discussion of rivalry trophies to me it was more of like look here's a guy who's embracing the Notre Dame spirit there's a shillelagh um he's holding it you know and he's he's even saying on the broadcast like it could be a weapon but we're clearly not going to use it at that like to me i was like yes
5: (laughs) he's embracing what notre dame is its tradition what it stands for
0: well and and he was singing the alma mater like how many of these guys don't know the words of the alma mater and hartman is actually singing the alma mater you know i'm holding the toddler and we're we're swaying in the living room here watching on the tv and hartman is singing the alma mater he knows the words And, and like like if you take nothing away and you're just looking for superficial crap about notre dame which really doesn't matter about x's and o's and points on the scoreboard and and you know wins in the record book at least if nothing else this is a guy who's he he knows the alma mater he's embracing notre dame you know and he knows that this this place is special this is clearly um an improvement for his career to get to the next level um he can get a hopefully a grad degree from notre dame um and and walk away you know he he can take away something great from Notre Dame yes. and Notre Dame can can take away something that only he can offer right yes it, it it's my hope that's that that like when like look the only sadness in my heart is that that Hart, Hartman isn't at Notre Dame longer than this one season but this is the one Absolutely. season that he gets to make a splash and quite frankly it looks like he's making the best of it
5: and, and Oh, yes. Absolutely. That, what
0: more could we want, right?
5: Exactly. But I never saw any of that. The only thing I did see was some. at some point they were talking about Joe Montana and NBC, of all people, an NFL network flashes five-time Super Bowl champion. Mm. I cringed. Like, no, no, no. Not even close. Like, what... I don't know where they got that number from, but it was so wrong. Yeah, I, I yes, think they were only off by one number, but still, like, you're a major network. You I
0: I was disappointed. The why they did? Why, why why would they even put that up? You're at a Notre Dame football game. I was yelling at the TV, you know, quietly because because the toddler was taking a nap. But I was like he's the notre dame quarterback the 1977 national champion why why would they not put out this is a notre dame football game put up 1977 you know national champion notre dame quarterback or something to that effect
2: yes put that up
0: that's relevant to this game that's why joe montana's there he's not there because he's won x number of super bowls with the with the fucking you know 49ers you know like and no he's disrespect. there
5: because he's a notre dame national champion quarterback and because he is the spokesperson for guinness to the universe that's right yeah which is fine that is which his is, whole purpose
0: you know it's funny i, I went and bought some guinness at, at the store you know the other day and i was just like oh do they have the notre dame guinness here and they didn't but which is fine but like <laughs> but i was i was like kind of my eye. but no you're 100 right like like put Notre Dame Guinness you know spokesperson up like that would be more relevant to this game than the the NFL piece like 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 yes okay Joe Montana clearly Notre Dame guy clearly you know Super Bowl champion clearly NFL great but that's not why he's there he's there because of his success on the field as a Notre Dame quarterback and that's what it is so uh like like we don't have to like a poop all over nbc tonight you know because you know that that's a whole other podcast altogether
5: (laughs) i just don't understand they didn't even do the research they just guessed oh he was always with the 49ers five Super no (sighs) yeah they traded the (laughs) catholic away for the mormon and got their
0: (laughs) yeah they got steve young that's right yeah, I think like, uh, yeah, I, I mean, and bad 49ers fan here. Like, I, I, I really don't follow the NFL. You know, like I always Neither like Montana. I. I just, yeah, no, you're, you're not he's wrong. He's a Notre but.
5: Dame guy. I'm gonna know
0: the history of the Notre Dame guy. That's right. Well, and that's why he should be there. Now, the, the, if they want to put some NFL stuff on there, that should be secondary to the NFL game but that shouldn't be the primary reason of why they're interviewing him. They should be like, "Hey, you know, you're Notre Dame quarterback, you're here, da da da, da you know, like 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 if to- would Tony Rice be there, you know, I don't know. Like if if Tony Rice was there, you know, probably not. But um like in my mind that's that's a little more relevant because he's the more recent, you know, national champion uh Notre Dame quarterback, right? I don't mm-hmm. know. Who knows? Sorry. Who knows? NBC, well, we we yeah, don't have to get all negative TV. here with that NBC. You know, we we kind of know what what's happening with that, and uh, unfortunately, we still have Under Armour and still have ass pants. So I feel like we're bringing the the podcast down here at the end. But
5: <laughs> well, better Under Armour than Adidas, in my opinion.
0: I, I don't think you are wrong there, but like, just why can't this is this is silly, you know? But why can't the pants not show sweat, like? <laughs> Like Navy doesn't have this problem, and they they are have Under Armour. I don't know. Like, They're a
5: military academy, though. They get the higher quality.
0: That's fine. What, what? What is it? Is it? Do we have to write a bigger check? You know, like I don't understand. Like why?
5: Just, whew, I don't okay. either. I would have <laughs> rather had the move to Nike and not. Oh, McMahon, absolutely. But, but you know.
0: nike would be great every every team that's won a title since 2011 has had nike just saying is it a coincidence or fact i don't know
5: i don't know well they're not getting leg injuries constantly from underarm okay
0: (laughs) all right coach Uh, Other than our our NBC bashing, uh, which has been fantastic, always always encouraged in addition to Brian Kelly bashing. Uh, Any final thoughts we need to know about this game before we go into, uh, you know, preparing for Tennessee State?
5: Just offensively, just do the same thing. I mean, whatever, make them stop it, regardless who they're playing. Until they stop it, keep doing it. Yep. So everything was flawless tonight for the most part. Great day.
0: It was a great day. It's, it's uh, you know, and, and to start off the season, you know, we don't want to start the season off in a panic. We don't want to start the season off uh, with concerns or drama or whatever. Like, Look, this is Navy. It should be punching a clock. It should be a clinic out there. And that's what it looked like. And that's what we saw. So
5: it wasn't a Brian Kelly business trip. It
0: was not so. a fucking business trip. No, thank you. This, this was uh, Hey, we're going to do some sightseeing uh, after the, after we uh, uh, sign a good deal here with the client. So that's what, that's what real, real business trips are about. They're about work. They're about getting shit done, take care of business. And then you go out in your, uh, before you, your flight leaves in the morning That night, you go out for a nice meal, and you smoke a cigar, and you say, damn it, we did a pretty good job. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Coach, we haven't had a toast of the night. Who who do you think it's going to go to? I know who I I think it should be, but I'm curious what you think.
5: As far as player?
0: Yep. Or coach, Uh, or, or whatever you want.
5: Hartman. 100%. 100%. Hartman. You're going
0: to go with Hartman? You know, I'm, I'm going to go half Hartman, and the other half is going to Great House. Um, I was really hoping that one of our receivers, anyone, anyone on the receiving court would jump out, and the fact that it was Great House, who pulled down two touchdowns. So I'm you're going to go with Hartman. We're going to go with Great House, too. They're, those are the toasts of the night, those two men. Uh, you know, you can't have one without the other. Uh, so I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah.
5: All righty. Works for me.
0: All right, coach. Well, if we're working for, for you, Coach Barcion, two time national championship coach here at Notre Dame, uh, live from wherever you are in the grave at Coach Barsegian on the Twitter. Really appreciate you joining us on the Fighting Irish Faithful show. Hopefully we hear from you on Tuesday.
5: You should be able to. We should. I'm okay. just I'm honestly not looking forward to next week's game. But. <laughs> That's just the old school person in me.
0: Well, that's okay. At least it's not on Peacock, so. <laughs>
5: oh, that's always true. All
0: right, Coach. I really appreciate you jumping on. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right, and go Irish. Go Irish. All right. Well, we we have one more person we've invited to speak, and if they wish to join us at Corian Twenty Nine. Uh, wish to join us on the podcast Uh, if not and you just want to listen that's cool too Um, last couple thoughts here about the game in Ireland Um, you know I'm kind of a little more of a navy perspective I'm very curious of how their program evolves Um, clearly not the start they wanted I, I imagine they wanted to put up more points wanted to have Uh, more effectivity uh, running the football, but Navy averaged 2.6 yards a rush. Not good at all. Whereas Notre Dame on the other side of the thing, six yards a rush. So clearly Notre Dame is doing better. Um, You know, uh, so uh, this is not to be an apologist for Navy, but you know, they have some work to do, which is kind of expected with a service Academy with a new coach. And, uh, but, but, As we said on Tuesday, things aren't completely new. But things are new uh, with the leadership now that Coach Kennett is gone. So, uh, very curious to see how they're doing. Um, uh, Happy Notre Dame gets this. And I said this on Tuesday. I'm very happy that this game was at the beginning of the season. You know, you get the, the big wow, biz, bang, you know show on the road you know it's not a shamrock series game but it's a it's a big away game in ireland you know all these people flying you know all over the world and joe montana and you know it's great happy for it i'm happy this is at the beginning of the season i'm really happy about that next week we return to indiana return to south bend notre dame at home versus tennessee state um you know there'll be a little bit of pop and circumstance not a whole lot at at home with being the first home game but first game against our historical black college but we don't have to talk about too much about tennessee state tonight um there'll be a little bit of the the showmanship per se next week um but at the same time i'm happy that this any, any distraction that could come from this game is quite frankly over Um, it's, it's my hope that, you know, look, I I want the players to celebrate. I want them to be uh, happy with the win, want them to, uh, celebrate and, and move forward as they return back to school, return back to class and then get ready for Tennessee state, uh, coming up. So. If no one else has anything to say, I think we might shut things down. We've had quite a few people jump on to listen for a few minutes. A couple people jump off. That's cool, too. If anyone's uh, listening to this in the podcast version, Fighting Irish Faithful, part of the Dos Leprechauns universe, uh, we, we are very happy that all of you have joined us tonight. Uh, Notre Dame is victorious over the Navy midshipmen. And, uh, man, what a, what a, what a fine fine game it was i'm i'm just so so happy that uh notre dame can, can pull this out really happy that sam hartman you know in his notre dame debut can go out there command the offense and quite frankly the way we anticipated and wanted him to do this right there, there, there's no nothing better than to quite frankly impose your will then the curbs top a service academy and that's not anything against navy per se but let's face it that navy had no chance come the second quarter like let's pull off the objective eyes right come second quarter notre dame is kicking their freaking ass (laughs) and that's what we want that's what we want it's it's fantastic so uh, really appreciate everybody who's listening to us tonight. Anyone from Coach Barstigian to Kevin Davis to Pelo Jace, who's live from Ireland tonight, to Hockey Dude, to John Richard, um, anyone and all in between. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us on the live postgame show. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you on Tuesday. And go Irish. And have a good night.
3: Rock the ball. Hit it is. Two-fighter, and Notre Dame is
5: out in front, 17-16. Lost the ball. The pass is spitted down. It's
3: down by Carroll. It's caught by Samarza. Inside the 20, inside the 10. He's going in. Notre Dame has scored. Dawson throws open receiver
1: in the end zone. Touchdown, Notre Dame. Somehow, the Irish did it. Out of the pack, 30-35. Goodbye, baby, at the 50.
3: Koski looking for a block. Touch to the right to the 40. Gets a block. Gets to the 45. 50. Up to the 45. 40. 30. One man to beat. 20. 15. 10. He's down to the five. Touchdown Irish.